the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Yes, it is. Here we go. I am Seth Leapson. Welcome back. Thursday, July 7th, 2022. Pull up your socks. We've got a lot to do. We've got a great guest, uh, Lior Sapir. He's just been making the rounds uh, with an essay. There used to be, you know, before the uh, social media and the Internet took over, people would write once in a while a, a really important essay in a magazine like uh, the Public Interest, which is Irving Crystal's publication, or the Wall Street Journal, Charles Murray might have something there, or uh, or 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 you know someone like um, like William Bennett, or also Irving Crystal, who would write for the Wall Street Journal. And these things would last; they would get spoken about for months, and uh, even even turn themselves sometimes into uh, a book. Uh, James Q. Wilson would have those kinds of pieces in the Wall Street Journal. But since the advent of social media, uh, a lot of that has changed because things move so fast and there's, you know, there's an inundation of articles and essays and it's hard for one or two special pieces to stand out. But this piece by Lior Sapir on on the fights uh, with, uh, with with schools and the transgender policies I think it's going to last a while, and, and, and the first indicator I had was uh, he's going to be with us today. He'll be back again because we only, we only are going to be able to scratch the surface. But he's been on with uh, Dennis. He's been on with Adam. In any event, uh, very excited about that. Brandon J. Weicker will be with us, and, of course, your calls, 602-508-0960. Let me just say, my God was my first emotion and expression, and then I apologized because I shouldn't say that. But help me, Rhonda. ABC News' Nightline just aired an interview with John Hinckley, the insane man who shot President Reagan and wounded three others, including Ronald Reagan's press secretary, Jim Brady, whose wife took the, you know, took the event to push Second Amendment restrictions probably more prominently than perhaps any other person. When people hear the Brady campaign, do they know it's about Jim Brady? I don't know if they know that anymore or who Jim Brady was. Maybe Geraldo Rivera or the good people at Nightline could seek an interview with Sirhan Sirhan on U.S. policy in the Middle East just to compete we do this now, don't we? We take the obviously and even adjudicatively insane and dress them up for any political purpose we can use them for. Let's interview Jane, let's interview Hinckley on gun rights. We listen to the insane and paranoid during COVID and whoosh, almost every civil liberty and social liberty was abolished with children paying the highest price. If you advocated for children, you were putting people's lives at risk and not following the science. Today, the science is that children are in huge psychological and mental health trouble, just as we said they would be and just as we were told to shut our pie holes when we said that. If you advocated against the Black Lives Matter movement, you were racist. Today, nobody speaks of that movement anymore. And recall, it was all the rage only, yeah, and yeah, that's the right word, all the rage only two years ago. 
No one talks about it anymore as it has been exposed for being exactly what those of us who were called racist for calling it out at the time said. Marxist hucksterism wedded to unreal views and versions of reality. The clinical term for that is psychosis, by the way. We shouted and shut down the sane to listen to the psychotics, just as in COVID, just as with Hinckley. And just as we are doing today with children in school, excuse me, the Walt Disney Company, ESPN, CNN, and too many other alphabet media agencies I can mention elevated the crying and whimpering transgendered kindergarten and first grade teachers of Florida who put out videos crying that they could no longer discuss their love lives with their students. It went without saying to most of us that it is abnormal, psychologically abnormal. For adults to seek ratification, gratification, self-esteem, and self-worth for their lifestyles from five- and six-year-olds, from their students. Teachers codependent for their emotional health on pre- and grade school children. And we're supposed to take it seriously. Meanwhile, the professional unionized field of teaching has entered the world of social change full bore and completely abandoned the field of education, which may explain why they denied such a thing as learning loss, not only during COVID, but since the schools have reopened. Their latest meeting in Chicago taking place this week has this in its statement of business. It's the National Education Association. It's the largest teachers union in the country. This is what they put as a statement of business in print, quote, NEA will publicly stand in defense of abortion and reproductive rights and encourage members to participate in rallies and demonstrations, lobbying and political campaigns, educational events, and other actions to support the right to abortion. Close quote. Before I go any further, let me just add something. Next time you hear the teachers union or Red for Ed or any teacher's effort asking for more pay, Tell them they might think about the money that they have slated for rallies and demonstrations and lobbying and political campaigns on abortion. They might take that money and supplement their members' salaries with that because I don't think most of us taxpayers think that when we're paying for public schools and teacher salaries, portions of which go to pay for their union dues, that we're paying for that. We're paying for that publicly stand in defense of abortion and reproductive rights and encouragement. It's, it, why is it an NEA? Why is it an NEA? Then they write this just under it. You ready? This is the this is the real keeper. Quote, NEA is a social justice union. Once upon a time, it was known as an education union. Sorry to interrupt. NEA is a social justice union that is a majority female and trans and gender nonconforming folks, F-O-L-X, who will fight against these attacks on our members and the reproductive rights of all people who are able to, close quote. If you think that I misread it, I didn't. That's how they're writing it. No, the verbs don't match the nouns. No, the sentence doesn't make any sense whatsoever, except that you can divine what they mean with the first few words. NEA is a social justice union that is a majority female and trans and gender nonconforming folks will fight against attacks on members and the reproductive rights of all people who are able to. That means they they, they put it that way, all people who are able 
to uh, have reproductive rights. You know what that why they put it that way, right? So that we don't have to say that women are who we're fighting for. Who knew public schools were designed to push abortion that teachers would be in the business of teaching that men can give birth? All while they misconjugate sentences. Well, the vice president weighs in to support that cause. Here she is speaking to the NEA this week, your vice president, speaking to the NEA convention in Chicago. Well, you work hard to teach the principles of liberty and freedom in your classroom. These so-called leaders are taking freedoms away. Freedom away from women and the freedom to make decisions over their own bodies. Freedom away from a kindergarten to third grade teacher in Florida to love openly and with pride. She's not making any bones about that they are taking away the freedom of a kindergarten teacher to speak about their love life to their students. And they think it's normal. They applaud. They think this is an applause line. Boy, I, I'll tell you, you run that by the country. You, you run that through a poll. Simple question. Should kindergarten teachers be telling their students about their love lives? You, you, tell, you, you, tell, me, you tell me what kind of result that gets. I'm going to guess it's 80-20 no. Of course, entering the realm of the political, we see before us also a president of the United States, an obvious and mental decline, and everyone knows it. Everyone, even his own staff, even the Democrats in Ohio running for governor and Senate in this most important of states for the Democrats running for governor and Senate, who didn't show up at the Biden event there yesterday because they don't want to be around with him. Even his staff knows that if they didn't. He'd be out doing press conferences more, taking questions, able to complete sentences, and not putting Medal of Honor awards on honorees backward, as nobody has ever in the history of putting a medal with a ribbon on someone done. Have you seen this video? It's scary. He takes a Vietnam vet Monday and puts a Medal of Honor award winner, uh, a medal and ribbon over him backward with the medal hanging on his uh, shoulder blades. Almost as if the ribbon is choking the guy. No one in the history of the world has ever done that. Meanwhile, he continues to try and shake hands with imaginary people as he leaves the stage. Everyone knows what's going on here. Meanwhile, with all this going on, the latest fascination with the left in the Democratic Party is the obsession with red flag laws and curbing gun violence. Meanwhile, an 18-year-old can walk around a city 11 times smaller than Tempe with bags of dead cats, dress as a woman, yell at customers at the local drive-in, and walk into a school he dropped out of and kill as many people as possible with nobody doing a thing about it or saying a thing about it beforehand. I'm talking about in Uvalde. Just as in Highland Park, a town even smaller than Uvalde, a kid can threaten friends, families, and self with death and knives and guns, tattoo his face, dress as a woman, where an extant red flag law has been in place for three years. People who are telling me we need more red flag laws. Illinois had one since 2019. And nothing is done until his arrest after shooting seven people dead. 
on the 4th of July. These are small towns where everyone knows what's going on. 11 times and 12 times smaller than Tempe. Bring up any of this and you are either insensitive, a Neanderthal, a white supremacist, a racist, or a fanatic. We truly live in a time where we combine two stories of fictional yore, The Emperor's New Clothes by Hans Christian Andersen and The System of Dr. Tarr and Professor Feather by Edgar Allan Poe from once we get the idea of the inmates taking over the asylum. Except for one thing. We don't live in a kingdom, and an asylum is supposed to be a haven. In other words, it almost seems as if we've been put in a monarchy and abused psychiatry so much that we've revived the Soviet Union and Chinese practices where political dissent was or is criminalized as psychological unwellness, requiring deprivations of liberty, if not incarceration, which is the ultimate deprivation of liberty. Look up the abuse of psychiatry in the Soviet Union if you want to learn more about that. As I mentioned, we'll have an interview with Dr. Leo Sapor uh, next hour. He wrote a piece everyone should read in the City Journal. Let me just give you one, uh, one, one thought on it. It's titled The Assault on Children's Psyches. There is so much in it, but if you are uninformed, here's a small part from what is going on in the trendsetter state, California. Teachers actively coaching students on how to socially transition without arousing suspicion at home. That is to say, so the parents don't know. The teachers are helping the children so the parents don't know. Even providing them with chest binders. You know what a chest binder is? It takes a moment to figure it out, but let me pause on that. Providing them with chest binders. This would be for women. This is what's going on in California. Teachers are giving trans women or trans men, I guess, who were women, chest binders. It's hard to keep straight. And trying to conceal it from the parents. For you see, if parents will not comply with the social engineering of their own children, the state will happily step in and do it for them. That's where we're headed. That's what's going on in California, and we will conceal it from the parents. Now you, bet, now you better understand what Joe Biden meant when he told teachers two months ago the nation's children are the teacher's children when they are in the classroom. We went from en loco parentis, temporary stepping in of adults when parents are absent or unavailable, formerly at schools and summer camps, to parents' patriae where the state is substituted for the parent. It's not new, and this is not the first time it's happened. It's still going on in Cuba. It was the order of the day in the Soviet Union. My only point, I guess, is when we talk about mental health in this country, which we should and need to do more of, let's be hugely cautious as to whether the health is meant for true patients or victims in need or to soothe and protect the political ideology and Weltanschauung of the state. Right now, just about everything in our social and political life, particularly as it starts with children, is disoriented. Where the ill are receiving the countenance of the culture and the sane are receiving its vitriol. Disorientation, probably a good word for this, because that's a psychological abnormality too. And it seems to be becoming less and less aberrational by the day. Maybe NBC can interview Ted Kaczynski for his thoughts on energy policy. I'm Seth Leibson, 602-508-0960. Be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Leibson Show. Every day, more harmful decisions by the current administration hurt the economy, robbing your savings and investments. It's almost criminal. 
Inflation is at a 40-year high, making your money worth less. And now there's a very real possibility of a full-blown recession. You can't afford to lose even more. The good news is when investments fall, gold traditionally holds its value, which is why I recommend calling veteran-owned Midas Gold Group to talk about safeguarding your wealth with physical gold. Economic uncertainty is not going to change soon. There's no miraculous recovery on the horizon, no matter what politicians say. So protect yourself and your family. Diversify your investments before you lose too much. Use the Midas Gold Group. I own precious metal, gold and silver from them. Seb Gorka does. Thousands of you already do. Check them out at MidasGoldGroup.com. That's MidasGoldGroup.com. Or give them a call at 480-360-3000. 480-360-3000. I wanted to say something about the Boris Johnson announcement and resignation. Um, I, I guess the first thought I had is, People asked me for my thoughts on it. The first thought I had was um, Walker Percy's line. I hate to uh, find tedious what seeming to give such general satisfaction or excitement, but I find it tedious. Uh, I, I, I don't know why I'm supposed to care so much about and for this clown, but my thoughts are roughly along the lines of the Wall Street Journal's editorial on it. The fall of British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is one for ages, a dramatic match for his personal charisma and the daring he showed in supporting Brexit that brought him to power and his failure in office and also is also a warning to the ruling Tories and conservative parties around the world that governing, governing to the left on economics is a losing strategy. That's a very important lesson. Mr. Johnson led the Tories to a historic 80-seat majority in 2019 on a promise to get Brexit done after years of party vacillation and division. While wrangling continues with the EU over Northern Ireland, the United Kingdom's independence from the EU seems settled as a British political issue. He also saved Britain from the radical Labour Party of Jeremy Corbyn. That is no small achievement. Agreed. But Mr. Johnson resigned Thursday as party leader and said he'll stay on as PM until a Tory successor is chosen. The proximate cause of his ouster is a series of scandals, starting with office parties while his government scolded Britain into enduring COVID lockdowns, which makes me really rub my hands in excitement for a Gavin Newsom contest in 2024 for the presidency, whether it's against uh, DeSantis or Trump. I, I mean, just the idea that anyway, the problem was less the parties than Mr. Johnson's serial lying about them. The final Tory rebellion came as Mr. Johnson claimed he hadn't been aware of allegations of sexual harassment by his chief deputy whip Chris Pincher, but he had known and promoted Mr. Pincher anyway. Well, we'll see who they come up with. There's some speculation about other party leaders there, but I, I, I have to tell you, I just always kind of thought he was a clown. I always thought he was a clown during COVID and, uh, and since. And uh, while I love, uh, love our alliance with Great Britain, cherish it, lived in London for about a year, I um. I just think that they can do a lot better. You know, it's a pretty far fall from Margaret Thatcher to Boris Johnson, just as it's a pretty far fall from John Kennedy to Joe Biden. I'm Seth Liebson, 602-5080-960. We'll be right back.
Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by Cool Touch Air Conditioning, Heating, and Plumbing. 17 years in business, Cool Touch has an A-plus rating with the BBB. Never received a complaint with the ROC. I have used them. Several properties my friends have. Uh, not that I own several properties. I didn't want it to sound like that. Just I've moved to different places. And uh, they are the best. They are absolutely the best. I love Chris Funk and the team. It is different there. The customer service, what they say they're going to do, and when they do it, um, is you can take it to the bank. Cool Touch is my company. It should be yours. For any air conditioning or plumbing problems you may have, give them a call at 623-734-1932, 623-734-1932, or visit them at cooltouchac.com. I was just watching. I don't think I made a comment on this. I don't know if I should, but uh, am, I, if I, am I pronouncing the uh, WNBA star's uh, name right, Brittany Griner? 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 Griner, Brittany Griner, G-R-I-N-E-R. I I mean no disrespect if I'm getting it wrong, but I do have some disrespect of an opinion on some of this stuff. Um, So she was detained, right, as you know, uh, uh, on her way to Russia when customs uh, found uh, hashish oil in her bag, hashish oil in her bag. You know, there's a couple things about this that I just I have questions about. First of all, is the um, it's a Schedule One drug, which is the you know the highest order of classification of illegality in this country. But we have made such a um, practice of this uh, normalization of it. The T the high concentrate THC oil. Uh, we have nullification cities and states on this, where you can you know buy it regardless of federal law. We have normalized it. We have made it a laugh line in movies and television shows. We have uh, commercialized it with billboards and ads in newspapers, magazines, and billboards. So you maybe in a way wouldn't want to blame uh, Brittany uh, at age 31, not, you know, not the most perhaps sophisticated person for thinking that it's just fine. But you know what? Here's something. It isn't, and not every country likes it. Not every country. That's my first thought. Was the normalization something that let her think that this was okay? Second thought, does the WNBA not do drug testing? I mean, is that is that appropriate for uh, professional athletes to be regularly consuming hashish? Is that okay all of a sudden? Third thought, and there's no way to know this because, as AJP Taylor put it, history doesn't reveal its alternatives but if we're just being honest for a moment and removing the partisan lenses and eye, uh, and eyeglasses from this for a second, does anyone think she'd still be detained in Russia if, if Donald Trump were president? Does anyone really think that? Come on. Come on. And and where, by the way, is, is, is the push against and towards Joe Biden to get this American back? Is, is, is hostage taking going to be a thing again? I see Iran is capturing more hostages. Um, the, the two from last week uh, with American citizenship, a Poland, uh, a guy with Polish citizenship uh, this week. Is, is this going to be a thing again with the return of everything else Carter years? Are we now going to be seeing regimes taking hostages with impunity all over again with contumacy and impunity? Contimacy, great word. I like that. You want to know? First time I ever learned that word it was kind of funny. I, um, whenever I hear a word I don't know, I have to know it. 
And I was working – some of you know I used to work for Bill Weld when I was in Boston as a lawyer. And don't blame me. He was the only Republican in town. It was all I could do. It was the highest building in Kansas. It's <laughs> that was That's where you went if you were a Republican. You went to Bill Weld's office. And he was doing a welfare reform thing. And I remember some reporter asked why he wanted to make welfare dependent on uh, on work. And he said because the current welfare – uh, the current welfare applicants are contumacious. <laughs> that's 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 a governor I want to work with. Current welfare applicants are contumacious. That'll be our word for the day. Remember when Bill O'Reilly used to do words for the day? Contumacious. Ours are a little more difficult, but good. All right, I'm Seth Leapson. I got something more to do with you on Joe Biden when we come right back. So don't go away. We will be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show, portions of which are brought to you by the good people at Y-Refi. They are good people. They're doing really well by doing good for others, and you can be too. If you're interested in this unique investment opportunity, it's a fixed no-load interest rate, up to 10.25% return for investors, all in a collateralized and secure portfolio. Y-Refi is a due diligence-approved firm. And you can check them out by going to investyrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y, and R-E-F-Y.com. Investyrefi.com. Or give them a call at 855-316-3087. That's 855-316-3087. Local company won't get a sales pitch. They'll just uh, tell you what it is that they do, tell you about their business plan and model. And let it speak for itself. It will speak volumes. Um, I don't love doing these stories, but when you see a flood of them, you can't ignore them. And there is, and there is now a flood of them. Uh, stories about uh, Democrats sweating bullets about the rest of Joe Biden's tenure. You have n- nearly 90% of Americans saying this country is on the wrong track, as I was mentioning yesterday. If you're engaging in a political discussion with someone who's defending Biden or the Biden administration, start with that. Just start, okay, fine. Now explain to me why the Monmouth poll out of New Jersey has 90% of Americans saying this country's on the wrong track. This country is driven by the Democratic Party. The House, the Senate, and the White House are all in Democrat hand, Democratic Party hands. How is it if Biden is doing such good work, 90% of Americans think we're going in the wrong direction? Feel free if you want to invoke the C.S. Lewis line, too, about progressivism. The true progressive is the man who realizes he's on the wrong path and turns around first. Folks, at issues and insights, right, it's a given that the Democrats are in trouble in the 2022 midterms, but President Joe Biden might also be on his way out. Desperate Democrats are sending signals they'd be happy if he didn't run again in 2024 and might be even happier if he left before that and took Vice President Kamala Harris with him. Why? A look at his disastrous bumbling on energy, just one issue, tells you everything you need to know. Quite right. For those around during the 1970s, the gold standard for political ineptitude has always been President Jimmy Carter. Forty-three years ago this month, Carter gave his now infamous address to the nation on energy policy. It was a disaster and wrong on all counts when it came to both basic economics and energy. Some of the most memorable quotes 
quote, the oil and gas we rely on for 75% of our energy is running out, close quote. Here's another one. We can't substantially increase our domestic production, close quote. Here's another. Quote, within 10 years, we would not be able to import enough oil from any country at any acceptable price, close quote. Every, every one of those things wrong. And they were just a few of the many defeatist fatuities in that infamous speech. Not one of them true. But no one thought Carter was intentionally lying. He was just wrong. And it led to soaring prices, gas rationing with lines that lasted for hours, and economic misery. Biden's energy policies are likewise having a devastating impact on the U.S. and global economies. But there's no excuse. He was in Congress during the Carter years. Did he not learn any lessons, especially about energy? Is he senile or merely a figurehead for the far left whose puppet masters run his green administration? How else can you explain a president who blames gas stations for soaring gasoline prices? These same stations, by the way, where customers now put up stickers of Biden pointing at the rising gas prices and saying, I did that. Biden's energy catastrophe is a major reason why in a recent Rasmussen poll, 29 percent of those polled said they wanted him and Harris to run again in 2024. Can you imagine that? 20, 30 percent. Not even a majority of Democrats want them on the ticket. That's how bad it is. Meanwhile, 57 percent in a Monmouth University polling Institute polling site, federal government policies since the start of this year have hurt their families. Nearly 60 percent of Americans say the administration's policies are hurting their families. Among those taking the poll, a third cited inflation, 15 percent named gasoline prices as their number one concern. It was the first time that gas prices were mentioned by more than a handful of Americans as the predominant issue. Think about that. With everything going on, in the past, oh, I don't know, several administrations. And we've had a lot, haven't we, from Iraq and Afghanistan, yes and no on Iran, uh, Middle East and Israel, Syria. Uh, that's just foreign policy. Think of the domestic stuff, Obamacare, you name it. Gas prices have never been, never been, never been talked about by those being polled as a concern. They are now. They are now. And it's a predominant issue in America, this energy-rich country. And it's, an, it's a sad thing. It's a sad thing. Gas prices have soared 108% since Biden became president, promising to wage war against the oil industry as part of his 10-year $1.7 trillion climate action plan is what caused it. He kept his word. Upon entering office, Biden immediately blocked the Keystone XL pipeline project. He halted federal oil leases, did even more halting of them last month and has rejected drilling off the Atlantic and Pacific coast, blocked exploratory drilling in Alaska, and has even nixed plans to expand and improve the U.S. Virgin Islands-based oil refinery. Meanwhile, no effort whatsoever to rebuild nuclear energy in this country. We can't do fossil fuels, and we can't do nuclear. What we can do is ask rogue regimes to use more of their fossil fuel resources so that we can import them. Makes you proud to be an American, doesn't it? Because you know that the refineries in Saudi Arabia, Venezuela, run so much more cleaner than they do in the United States. So, no, the sudden shortage oil and soaring energy prices weren't bad luck or someone else's fault. 
They were made in Washington by Biden and the Democrats, and they're hitting Americans hard at a time when wages aren't keeping up with inflation, which now costs the average family an extra $460 a month, according to recent estimates by Moody's. Do you know how many people pay $460 a month just for their monthly rent? Yeah, sure, they're probably mostly apartments, but yeah, can you imagine an additional rent payment? But don't tell that to the Bidenistas, who in one week showed how they're severely damaging their party's prospects in 2022 and 2024 with a series of blame-deflecting comments on energy that makes them just look inept, if not out of touch. Biden on Saturday, quote, My message to the companies running gas stations and setting prices at the pump is simple. This is a time of war and global peril. Bring down the prices you are charging at the pump to reflect the cost you're paying for the product and do it now, close quote. Amazon gazillionaire Jeff Bezos, not exactly a right winger, tweeted this response, quote, ouch, inflation is far too important a problem for the White House to keep making statements like this. It's either straight ahead misdirection or a deep misunderstanding of basic market dynamics, close quote. You lost the owner of The Washington Post with that one, Joe Biden. Yeah, the call is David Marcus said the, the call for Biden to leave office is coming from within the House. Yeah, it is. I'm Seth. We'll be right back. Welcome back to the Seth Liebson Show. I'm sorry for the delay there. Um, Portions of which are brought to you by Balance of Nature. I take it every single day, 100% natural. Best product I've ever taken. Keeps my energy boosted, my immunity boosted, and my health boosted. It's fruits and veggies, the equivalent of 10 servings of fruits and veggies every single day. You just take it once a day, and you are good to go. I love it. Balanceofnature.com. Ever since I've been taking it, I haven't gotten sick. And I used to get sick every time the seasons change. So going on like three years now. I just love the product. And you can enjoy it as well. Balanceofnature.com, discount code BALANCE. The reason I was a little paused coming in, I was just invited. This is, this is to me, just a delight of an invite. It's like the uh, Charlie, uh, Charlie and the Chocolate Factory golden ticket. Bill Bennett has a uh, weekly podcast, and he just invited me to come on and tape with him tomorrow. So I'm looking forward to that. The topics, he said, are... <laughs> Think we can do this? Mass shootings. Brittany Griner. Now he he's so funny. He goes cl- parentheses WNBA player held in Russia. <laughs> he, he knows, yeah, he knows his customer. <laughs> but I I just got done doing a a thing on it. Right. Anything else on your radar? Bill is also heavy onto the spiritual stuff right now because some of what we are seeing is pure evil and demonic. Um, and uh, uh, evil and demonic uh, influence in the world. Yeah, I saw him on Fox the other day get into a debate about this with regard to um, the Highland Park shooting, uh, as well as the Uvalde. He was combining it, and he was saying uh, some some liberal uh, person on against him or uh, on with him was saying about we need to do this, this, and this, this with all the guns. And Bill says, we can talk about all of this. I also think we may need an exorcist. Boy, did they go crazy. Boy, did they go crazy. But you look at the lives of these lost boys, these lost families, these lost young adults, and I think he's not wrong to say it. So we'll get into that, and uh, if it turns out good, maybe we'll uh, we'll replay some of it for you once it airs, or at least give you the information on how to access it yourselves. Bill, I think I have a uh, top-of-the-hour exit here, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, 
And okay. And uh, what do we got coming up? We've got Lear Sapir. You're not going to want to miss this. This guy has been just tremendous. His piece in City Journal on the transgender issues and the psyches of children were ruining with it. Uh, and then Brandon J. Weikert coming right up. If you missed my monologue at the top of this hour, you can always get it at 960thepatriot.com where you can get everything we do commercial, free, and free. Don't go away. We'll be right back. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com. <laughs> 